Welcome to Frost Sessions, the Frost School of Music's official podcast. On this week's episode, vocalist, musical director, and talented educator, Dr. Raina Murnak, interviews the incredible Dr. Nancy Kirsner, certified in marriage and family therapy, occupational therapy, trainer, educator, and practitioner, and child parent psychotherapy. Listen into a spirited conversation as these two best friends explore the benefit of evidence-based positive psychology for performers, the importance of character strength, and how we all have more in common than meets the eye. Thank you for joining us today, and remember to stay tuned to Frost Sessions. Hello, everybody. I am so excited to be doing one of these podcasts for the Frost School of Music, and I am joined by one of my best friends in the world, and research partners, Dr. Nancy Kirstner. Hi everybody, it's a pleasure to be with you today. My name is Dr. Raina Murnak and I'm the head of contemporary voice and performance artistry at the Frost School of Music. And um, I have been on this journey with Nancy for years now, I oh, guess. Five years. Oh, at least. At least five years. At least yeah. five years. And we have been doing a lot of research in the intersection of positive psychology and music training. And being a musician, actually, and everything that has to do with performance and training, et cetera. Um, and we wanted to share with you some of our best findings, but pertinent to what's going on right kind now in the world. of our best practices, because we're yeah. both very active as professors and teachers, and you're a performer. And in a way, I guess you could say I perform. I'm a clinician, but I facilitate groups, and um, I'm a trainer. So I mean, it's really kind of our best practices. Yeah. Yeah. And we wanted to make this very pertinent for what's happening now in the world. So for musicians specifically, we wanted to give you some tools that come from character strengths. So we're going to be talking a lot about character strengths today. And we're going to be directing you to a website so you can take a test and find out what your character strengths are. But first, before we even get into that, okay, I want you, Nancy, to introduce yourself. Okay. Tell the good people who you are, and I definitely want to get into our meet cute story because we had a very our meet cute story. We had a meet cute. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, um, you want me to tell the meet? Yeah. So and first, I, we'll introduce yourself okay. because Hi. Um, they need to know all the majesty that is Dr. Nancy Kirsner. Um, I'm a clinician and I'm a UM graduate, assistant dean of women from UM way back when. Um, and I've been out in the community, mostly in the private sector and in consulting and training for 40 plus years. So at uh, about five years ago, 2015, at the age of 60 plus, I decided that I needed to learn about positive psychology. Why did I need to learn about positive psychology? The reason I needed to learn about it, it was the cutting edge in terms of the neuroscience about the brain and specifically uh, one major finding that is probably one of the best and largest medical findings that's impacted education, performing, and teaching is we've learned that the, the brain is neuroplastic, so it changes throughout the lifespan. Right. And um, I also wanted to learn, because this neuroscience and positive psychology is all evidence-based, mm -hmm. so it's supported by research. It's not just um, self-help books. Right. It's been researched. It has a lot of science behind it. And that's a lot of impact, particularly with people that perform and right. teach, because it's about really learning to use our brain and our body as, as a tremendous instrument, and it is. And my part was I was particularly interested in um, how we can use and train our brain to be our best self. Right. You know, and um, the neuroplasticity and all of the brain research was fascinating to me when I first met Nancy years ago. And when we actually, well, we first met each other in the context of teacher-student, believe yes. it or not. Yes, Excellent. Nancy came yeah. to me in her positive uh, psychology well, you, certification. So I had to do a final project and um, it, to get certified as a positive psychologist. And what I decided to do was I wanted to go back to something that had given me tremendous joy as a young person, and that was singing and dancing. Awesome. So I did, decided that I wanted to take singing lessons again, and that's how we came together. And so Raina was with me as I was getting certified, and I said to her when I was learning about character strengths, I said, hey, Raina, I have an idea. How about 
we find or I find a song I really like that represents each of the character strengths right. and we record it and I learn to sing it. And that's how we started actually finding songs to represent these strengths, which we'll talk to you about. There are 24 of them. So, and all of you have them. It's just they're in a different order. Right. Um, so we started there and in the process of me teaching Nancy intuitively, I feel like we had a lot in common in the way that we teach. Right. Um, Nancy is a teacher, I'm a teacher, Nancy's a lot of other things too. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but um, you know, we were really working from each other's strengths and, um, and she started mentioning things to me that put vocabulary to practices that I was doing already. And exactly. right, and then to enhance that with all of the information about how there is evidence of this in the brain, scientific evidence, research and studies uh, that show that learning in these ways is much more effective. And anecdotally, as a teacher not trained in you know neuropsychology and, and all of it, um, I saw that in my students. I could recognize the difference when something worked and when something did not work. And to hear that, that this was an entire field. A science. A science. And it, it was just, it was so reaffirming. Um, and it inspired me to just really learn and read and, and research myself and, and <laughs> basically. And by the way, when, you know, you hear a lot about the science of happiness and the science of well-being. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people think it's kind of like fluff. But what's very different and what compelled me to go learn this is, you know, all of the things that I learned as I was getting trained and, you know, uh, they weren't researched in this way. They really did not have a science behind them. And what does that mean? It means that um, there are practices and there are ways to train that we know work. We know they work. Mm -hmm. And just so I don't want you all to think that character strengths are esoteric. So why don't we just throw out and name some of yeah, them? Yeah, for sure. Character strengths are things you really know about. You probably don't call them that. They are things like love of learning, curiosity, uh, fairness, social intelligence. Zest. Bravery. Honesty. Perseverance. Creativity. Teamwork. Humor. Leadership. <laughs> Yeah. So forgiveness. Right. So th these are these are uh, other wonderful thing in positive psychology. There kind of is no lingo or terminology. So these are these are things that you know about. They're not esoteric. Right. So um, you know maybe now that we've kind of given a background on how we met, teacher-student relationship, how we sort of became interested in each other's fields, because at the same time that I was being, um, you know, really inspired by your field, Nancy. I think she was being really inspired by getting back into music and how, how this, I think you saw how this helped me personally and it kind of sparked a new light for you as to how could this help musicians in general. Exactly. And, and, and I think also, um, you know, you personally as a teacher embodied, and it was interesting, both you and the person that I chose to take a ballroom dancing with were both very unique as teachers. You embodied, you embodied the positivity I was learning about. Right. So a lot of times what I did is I gave you a language for what you were doing. Uh, because you, you, you just naturally so much teach from the positive and we're really speaking to my strengths. Right. You know, because one of the common things with um, probably performers as well as regular people who go to, go to learn to sing is we're very embarrassed or shy about our voice. It's not, it's not trained, you know. We, we hear it the first few times and we go, ah! You know? Right. So hearing all of your positive um, accolades and at first I thought oh, she's just blowing smoke and then, then I really came to see you really believed it yeah for sure well first of all you know as a voice teacher and in the contemporary voice contemporary voice you have to understand that the following two voices are considered award-winning amazing contemporary voices Whitney Houston Bob Dylan so we have that right there is no one standard by which someone's expression is valid. So here was a good parallel. So that uniqueness that you taught me about and to, to appreciate and accept my voice mm -hmm. is also the uniqueness of character strengths. Right. Because no one person has the same footprint yeah. of how these character strengths are arranged. Right. So there was a lot of tie-ins like that. Yeah. And, um, you know, and also that no two people have the same voice. Like, it, the voice is as unique as a snowflake. So you have a, a fingerprint of your voice in the same way you have a fingerprint of your finger. And 
you know, my job as a teacher, as a voice teacher, is number one, deal with the person, human instrument. That's, that's the instrument. The instrument is the person. The sound is a secondary event. Um, and the sound comes from the person's breath mechanism, the person's facial features, the person's emotional past and present. So there's, so knowing all the richness that goes into the sound of a voice, which changes all of the time, day to day, um, you know, that excites me about all of my students. And, and maybe that I recognize that there's such beauty in such, you know, minute differences and, you know, day-to-day -day differences. I I'm enthralled in the beauty of it, which might explain. <laughs> well, yes, but you know, what you're talking about too is what I got excited about as I would listen to you say things like that is um, the, the power of character. I, I started being very curious about how if, if performers knew their character strengths, right. particularly their, their top character strengths, because right. we're going to be talking about that, is that you know, all of the uh, research, which is very practical, showed that if people live, work, love in their character strengths, right. you're more vital, you're more energized, you're more empowered, yeah. there's more whole being. So I got really curious. I thought, wow, how would teaching performers their character strengths, right. how might that help them come more from core, which was really kind of the same thing you were saying, but in a different language. Right. And, and Nancy teaching me about what character strengths are, and then me figuring out my own, it was the biggest aha moment I think I've ever had in my life. Because I looked back on every choice I made as a performer, as a professional, as an educator, uh, in relationships, every choice that I made, and anything that violated my top strengths always felt wrong. I was not successful at it. Mm -hmm. So let me give them just a really, let me give yeah. you a tiny definition of what are character strengths. Yes. So character strengths are, they used, to, they used to call them virtues. They are the parts of us that are very core. They're how we show up in the world. They're our lens of seeing the world. And typically, you know, over a lifetime, they can shift a little, but they tend to be pretty stable. They're not like a skill. Like, for instance, at, at this stage of my life, I don't swim like I swam. I don't dance like I danced at 20. So they're not skills. They kind of don't go away. They're kind of very essence core qualities. Yeah. And, um, and maybe some of the history of how these character strengths were compiled, because I, I find that fascinating. Um, they had to be common to all time periods and all all populations. Um, cross-cultural. Cross-cultural. Intergenerational. Intergenerational. And, um, and you they know, studied the classics. Right. Aristotle and the psychology. Fascinating. Anthropology. And it took them almost three years right. to, to decide on these particular 24 right. uh, character studies. You think about that. The, everything that we're talking about is common to every world religion as something that is a virtue. You know, and that's why they're originally called virtues, but right. character strengths. So um, they are lauded elements of a, of a person's makeup, I guess. And thus, when you go, the website is VIA, which actually stands for, for values and action, which is what th these character strengths mm -hmm. are. They show up in who we are and, right. and how we act. Yeah. Um, so via character, is it via.org? Yeah, via, via characterstrengths.org. Sorry about that. We'll By definitely way, make a, sure a, that. It's a free survey. It yeah. takes about 20 minutes. It's a lot of fun. And um, you can even turn us off right now and go do it. Yeah, you can pause it and come back so this becomes really, really pertinent to you. Um, but as I was saying before, um, my number one character strength is appreciation of beauty and excellence. And hearing that, um, and anybody who knows me understands that this match and this match is not just a coincidence. And for you podcast, just audio listeners, there's a, a neon orange situation with an olive green jewel so in the center. can I tell them what that meaning is? Yeah. So you'll see that all these things have very, uh, what I call street language, which I like. So here's appreciation <laughs> of beauty and excellence. Noticing and appreciating beauty and excellence or skilled performance in various domains of life 
from nature to art to mathematics to science to everyday experience. So what Raina's commenting about, and if you know her, even if she's extremely casual and you go in to see her, there will be some match, particularly of color, there, yes. in the jewelry. There will be the a whole earrings. theory behind everything yes. you see. And um, she could be in jeans, but there's going to be an attention to, to the beauty and the way it's arranged. Right. And in any of her settings, you go into her office or her home, <laughs> you know, there's, there's, there's attention and things get moved around because uh, she, she's very visual. And, you know. I'm very visual, but, um, you know, and also in, in a deep dive, actually, in the... Uh, Martin Seligman and uh, Christopher Peterson, you know, manual where they described the process. I was actually reading about um, Walt Whitman. That was his number one as well. And and people who described him said that they never knew somebody who got so much enjoyment from nature. And and that's a huge thing for me. Just is in awe. So awe and wonder are those two things that happen to me. And so when I listen to a student making music, I lose myself, you know, and the student themselves might be self-correcting, feeling self-conscious. I'm lost in the beauty of the expression. So, you know, it's interesting. That's where my direction as, an, as a teacher and an artist goes to first because, um, you know, everything I do is very intentional and, and I do set up the beautiful atmosphere and I do get lost in what I'm doing myself. So. When I learned that that was my number one strength, it was, it was um, validating. Very validating. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And um, uh, my number one strength, and I've taken this in the five years, I've probably taken it at least eight times. <laughs> they have sh my strengths have shifted. But kind of the top, and because the other thing that I, we want to say about this is these the reason we teach character strengths, and today we're just actually in the phase of making you aware of your character strengths, and we really want to encourage you to take the VIA, is because um, you need to see them. And when you see your strengths, you begin to both appreciate them. Um, and this whole love of learning thing, uh, you know, I'm kind of an intellectual geek. I love to learn. <laughs> no. Uh, I do. I this woman learn. has so many certifications and titles and letters affixed to her name. So, yes. And it has nothing. I, I, I really don't she loves learning. the letters. I am happiest when I'm learning. Yes. And, and you know, the a thing I learned the other day <laughs> is, when, and this is another interesting thing, when you are living, loving, and in your top strengths, all of those wonderful um, positive things like dopamine, serotonin, um, the good endorphins, uh, they get released when you're doing things that are pleasurable. Right. So that, that does it for me. That's right. You know, it's, it's really fun for me. Yeah. Yeah. Love of learning. Love of learning. Um, and, you know, we actually have two of our top strengths in common. We do. Which yep. makes us a great couple of research partners. <laughs> um, zest and creativity. And I would yep. say that both of us, I mean, first of all, she was talking about MySpace. Her office, where she sees clients, is a fantasy land of theater and puppets and props and feather boas and glitter and... Just everything, because um, you know. I guess we didn't mention that I'm you're a, psychodram a psychodramatist. Yeah, so psychodramatist, yeah. So um, basically, using the tool of theater in therapy, and her office is a stage. It's unbelievable. So the creativity that goes into, um, you know, setting that up or seeing what like bunny slippers. She has a whole collection of different kinds of slippers that symbolically could mean something to her clients who need to literally stand in the energy. I mean, just she's <laughs> so creative and zesty. We're both very zesty, if you can't tell, you know. <laughs> so one of the things that we were aware of, you know, is that the uh, this, this talking to you today about character strengths is very different than we uh, might have talked to you before this pandemic. So one of the things that um, we really want to encourage you to find out about is you know your character strengths are like little golden nuggets and when you learn what they are you'll be much more aware of them and they will both energize you and empower you and and also they connect you not just to yourself and your core but when you're in that very connected congruent flowing place you connect better with others and we decided we really wanted to talk today some about how how we think we're using our character yeah. strengths to kind of get through this this cha very challenging time. Right, so, um, you know, and I think that it's very useful 
first of all, I, I want to maybe clarify some of the misnomers of, of strength-based learning. This doesn't mean work on what's already good or not criticize people. That doesn't mean that at all. It actually means use your innate strengths to get you through that which you are learning, that which is challenging. So it's not, let's, let me put it in a vocal perspective. Let's say that I am really not great at runs and riffs, right? Um, or melismas or how, whatever context you want to think about that. Um, and, and let's say one of my strengths is creativity. Um, thinking of creative ways to practice that will get me better at that, will inspire me instead of me feeling, oh, I'm just not good at this. It's how can I use the things that I'm already really strong at to help me through that which challenges me. So, um, so, so how, yeah. in, and we do this all the time, by the way, bear with us. We, we talk, yeah, we, we, we do so this. What, um, the way we like to say that is, how can I use what I'm strong in to leverage the things I'm not so strong in. And the example I always like to give, and this is a real shift in mindset about how we've been educated from the time we're very, very young. You know, if I have, uh, if my grass is like totally dead in my yard, you know, I'm, I'm not gonna grow any new grass from that. I, I'm gonna have to go somewhere and get one of those plugs of fresh green grass. We really don't grow from our, um, the parts of us that are weak and dead. What we usually do is we actually use our strengths to leverage and help grow the parts of us that aren't as strong. Um, let's see, an example I had, I was very, there's 24 strengths in this via. There's many more strengths in life. I invent ones and add them all the time. <laughs> but I was very um, upset that humor was my 24th strength. <laughs> and, and so I was always that person in, in elementary school and junior high, and I'd say, could you please, I didn't get what was funny about that. So I very decidedly to use, decided to use my creativity and my love of learning because I wanted to elevate my humor. I, I'm proud to say it's not 24 anymore, it's somewhere in the middle. So one of the things I did is I, I um, sent for all the I Love Lucy tapes because that was <laughs> the humor person I remember as a kid, and I just kind of immersed myself in that and I made myself go to comedy clubs. and I, So the good thing about these strengths is, I want you to think of them as a garden. It's, it's the garden within you, is you can grow them. You know, it's not set in stone. Right. And we talk about cultivating them. Right. So it, it, it's a wonderful, positive philosophy. Well, absolutely. That you can grow them. You know, it, and uh, to use, so your last one was humor, yep. which is in my top five. Uh -huh. My <laughs> last one was teamwork, okay? So, uh, that was something that even working with Nancy, I consciously knew, um, God, I really need to work on this. And it's not that I don't work with people. It's that when I'm working with people, I'm still usually running a show. I'm teaching. I'm running a rehearsal. I'm, I'm in charge, which is different than teamwork. Teamwork means there's a certain amount of letting down your guard, vulnerability, letting others take responsibility, which has, which was hard for me. So, um, you know, working with Nancy, my teamwork and, and went thing up. That I'll say too is, uh, we just did something very human and you're gonna do it too, so we wanna <laughs> tell you, is you're gonna go to the bottom of your last, you're gonna, you're gonna look at that last page and go, oh my goodness. I suck look at this. 24 and 23. Yeah. So, I wanna say this up front is that we all have all of these strengths and what you're, if you go to take the survey now, it's kind of going to show you what's on top. What are you using in your life today? Um, and, and I took it since the pandemic and I had some changes. Um, so it's not that you don't have all of them, you do. You do have all of them. But sometimes the roles you're in and your life and what's going on, you're going to be using right. some of the strengths more. And, and we have this tendency to go, oh my, and the other thing I want to say is, for a little bit statistical, this is a rank order and this is the free test. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, if you want, you can spend the money. But, so it's, it's not very um, sophisticated in terms of numbers. Rank order isn't. So I'd like to suggest that when you get it, look at your top eight, right. your middle eight, and your bottom eight. Yeah, group them. But, um, you know, and then since, so yes, the very human thing is to look at the bottom and figure out what am I doing wrong, right? right. But but since I took that, um, I, had, I had a whole new role within the Frost School of Music, and now I'm the head of Contemporary Voice. And I lead a studio of 80 students and five amazing voice teachers. And 
it has been such a pleasure to be able to rely on such amazing colleagues, you know, really to lean on them as a team because each of them bring a different strength. And, and that was something that I learned because I was usually the one woman show having to do it all on my own. Now, thank God. I have my colleagues that I work with. So that's with. a great example because the shift in your life created an experience yeah. where you had to rely on people. And I'm, I'm going to guess, and I invited you to take it again. I bet your teamwork is going to be a lot higher. I, I'm going to take it after this podcast. I think okay. that would be fantastic. Yeah. So let's go through maybe we'll, we'll just go back and forth and see how, how we are using oh. these. And in turn, um, you know, anything we say about ourselves is to light a, a match inside of you as to oh do I when you find out what yours are am I doing this ha and and could I do it this way can I put a little context in sure this so um, this little context um, I've done about 70 groups since the pandemic with community and various people so I wanted to kind of context you know we're about into over 200 days of the way our life has changed and I often refer to it as the day I went home to learn how to live at home. <laughs> this is this is my home. I've never spent so much time. Isn't in my it home. fabulous? It's fabulous. Um, <laughs> and you know, going into seven months, a little over two hundred days. If I look at this in terms of um, trauma theory, and I, I want to put it a little in context, we're no longer at the beginning where we kind of were. In the beginning, we were kind of we were shocked, but we were very energized. That was the time when we you'd call your friends and we were cleaning our closets. Oh, yeah. We were organizing our office. I lost all this we, weight. It was we fantastic. Lost a lot of weight. Cortisol was running. We were really right. pretty stressed out. Learning new skills. Yeah, and that phase, that beginning phase is gone. <laughs> and we're really pretty much clearly um, a little bit beyond the middle. And the middle phase is really interesting because the middle phase is really kind of, and this, a lot of this comes from actually battle military theory, mm -hmm. is, is we're kind of in the battle fatigue. We're fatigued. Yeah, and, we are. Uh, the battle fatigue stage is, um, in, in the military time, they talk about it as it's kind of dangerous because you've had enough, you know, you, you, you had it, you really want to be in another place, you really are tired, right. your life has shifted so much. Um, and, and you know you want it to be over and certainly I think we all thought it would be over and right. it isn't. So we're somewhere in that, because everybody's different, we're somewhere in that fatigue but it's very clear right. that you know uh, we're, we're really working hard to be in recovery. Right. So yeah. I, I think what's important about that is it's very clear that, 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 that the people you know, to do well in this environment you really have to be resilient yeah. and you have to be pretty gritty and um, you also have to be able to accept a lot of the negative emotions. Right. People, well, you know. I mean, as a teacher and my, you know, all of us are dealing with um, different forms of loss, uh, different forms of depression over this, like, you know, and exhaustion. Right. Right. And, and I feel like it's never more important than to really, I don't know, recharge ourselves and right. And have even if this is the well, this is going to be the first time many of you are learning about your character strengths. It's going, it's exciting. And even though it's exciting, it's interesting. Even in this warm up today, to us, we've never recorded here in this place. You know, having to move our lives not only home but also onto technology, you know, has been a tremendous challenge. Yeah, it's a gift that we can stay connected through it. But the technology has brought problems right. and stresses. And, you know, as human beings, you know, we, we're hardwired for connection. And it wasn't the technology connection. <laughs> we're right. hardwired, you know, to want to touch, yes. you know, and, and be connected. So, you know, we're in some ways pushing pushing hard against some, you know, you know the need to touch and, and, and talk and be together. Right. And, and even doing this whole kind of presentation. Yeah. And, um, you know, I mean, and on the, the plus side, obviously, of technology yeah. is it allows us to be face to face with each other, mm -hmm. um, you know, which is a, such a blessing and, and allows education to go forward in that way, allows us to do a lot of things together um, and allows, I mean, allows you to see you, probably you've been busier than well, ever. Well, yeah, I was I was mentioning, <laughs> um, you know, love of learning being just so we'll just kind of get into yeah. this. Um, how we we're going to talk some about how we talk in the strength language, you're going to look at your top five strengths, um, and they're called signature strengths. Mm -hmm. So they're things which are unique. That's that footprint. So love of learning being my top strength, um, I've just really thrived because I've been able to be <laughs> home. I, I'm taking courses with people 
that stopped teaching famous people. They came back online during this. So I, I, I'm taking yeah. courses uh, that I would never have been able and to And Nancy learned people. all about Zoom. I remember her first Zoom, and it was very frustrating Zoom, and upsetting. making slides. And yes, yeah. and now she's a, a pro, pro, uh, pro, pro, pro. So yeah. I, I've really you know, been able to do my love of learning. And like um, Raina said, fortunately, my career being a psychologist and a therapist and a counselor has translated pretty easily. Right. You know, um, the, the challenge for me is sometimes older people, uh, oh, I'm one of those, but some people, I <laughs> the forgot, other older I forget. people, you know. You know, I've had to teach them how to use Zoom or right. FaceTime or their phone, but my career, we, we were talking about the differences about that. Maybe yeah. We'll say something is, you know, because my, I don't need an audience, I'm frequently one-on-one -on -one or with a right. couple, my career has translated pretty easily to technology. Right, exactly. Um, so, you know, my appreciation of beauty and excellence, but in the context of this pandemic, I think the first thing I did was clean everything. Like clean, <laughs> spring clean, get rid of reorganize, um, create new zones, set up an exercise bike. Like I had to make sure that everything looked and felt perfect for me to begin to go down the next path. And then so I physically cleaned my spaces. I went through all of my courses and recorded videos, decorated and, and, and designed really branded Blackboard content. Um, so it was really the beauty and the organization that allowed me to parse this and to figure out what would be the best way, what are the new ways of doing this assignment. So literally a full digital cl house clean and physical house clean, right? right. Uh, and, making and, it pretty. And it was interesting kind of watching you because you had taught a few courses online. Yes, your, um, right, the peak your, performance. The peak performance. Mm -hmm. So you were kind of perched and you knew a lot about right. And, you know, and I did, uh, you know, instructional design. So I was the instructional designer for Frost Online. So I was, I was very well right. seated to take and, this forward. And it was forward. interesting because I saw that one of the ways you kind of oriented yourself in the world and kind of created some safety and comfort is you had to do, you know, organize your space, but also because your teaching is so important right. to you, you had to get your courses organized in a way that was um, had a lot of integrity right. and it delivered the content. Yes. But it also had to be in a package that was very um, visually pleasing. Always. Always. <laughs> yeah. Always. Yeah. When we started working with the character strengths, when you go online at the VIA website, it's a pretty sophisticated group, lot and considerable money behind the research. So one day, a few months into this, Raina looked at me and she said, you know, I don't particularly like how the VIA website looks. Do you mind? Because we were doing a, a project together. Maybe yeah, I, ha I redesigned she had to redesign the everything. Because she didn't like how they looked. I, yeah, <laughs> I, I redesigned them. I ordered, we made like playing cards and yep. they ended up really cute. And yeah. I made a whole new website. Like, so yeah, if, if it doesn't look. It didn't look, fit for you. It, if it doesn't, literally, it could be a color scheme. It will bother me that much where I can't work in it. Right. I have to really make it look beautiful. Otherwise, I have, like, be, design is so important right, to me. Right. You know, interior design, fashion design, instructional design, course design, you know, syllabi design, mm -hmm. website design. If it's, if any one of those things are off, I will take the time, pause it, and And I guess what I should it. say is appreciation of beauty and excellence was my number one strength for many years. Right. It's, it's kind of shifted. It's not on top right now. So, so uh, that, this is the piece about if you live, love, and work with people that you have enough compatibility. Right. Because if that hadn't been one of my top You strengths, would have been annoyed by this. Yeah, I, I could have been, <laughs> but I went, go. You know, right, I, she I, encouraged I, I'm very it. I'm visual too, and I like it. And, you know, we happen to have some, some compatibility. Right. But if, if, like, for instance, if appreciation of beauty and excellence, this was one of my bottom strengths, you know. And, and that's what's kind of interesting about these strengths. So if it was one of my... 22nd, 23rd, it wouldn't even be on my radar. Right. Rain is right. I could find that not only annoying, or I could, if we were partnering, I, I, I could say, what are you wasting time on Waste of time, so, right. So fortunately, you know, we, ha we, we share enough of these strengths, right. and, um, and, and you're probably going, duh, of course, you know this in couples, you know about, well, it's, it's just I mean, another lens to, to, to look well, at Well, Nancy things. works with a lot of couples, and I find it extra fascinating the dynamic between two people when you learn you and your partner's strengths and 
how things like that happen all of the time. Right. Things that are number one values for one partner are at the bottom for the other, and they learning that that's the difference actually helps them communicate with each yeah, other. Yeah, because it, what, what this does is this is the language of strengths, and we like to say, and this is a huge shift. It's a little slogany. But, uh, from wrong to strong mm -hmm. is the whole thing about knowing strengths and, and and your different strengths is appreciation of the differences, right? Not a criticism, right? But an appreciation. Well, yeah. Of what that brings. Because to think about it. Because let's say um, in a couple situation, if someone was one and, and twenty four on appreciation of beauty and excellence, the person who was twenty four can say, you know what, I delegate all of this stuff to you. Go. You want any any design stuff, any whatever. It doesn't matter to me that much, but it matters a lot to you, and it's not gonna. It's not something I'm gonna do. And, and so it makes it that's easier. An attitude of respect, right. And appreciation, and also trust, right. Saying that's important to you. Go with it. Go for it. Right. All right. So number two. What is your number two? Well, my number two is curiosity. Wow. Which is really love of learning, curiosity, yeah. curiosity, yes. and uh, <laughs> what you'll start seeing is these strengths. They don't operate alone. You can see right. how that pairs. And the, the thing about curiosity is, you heard me mention it before, is I became curious as I started singing with Raina. I said, wow, I wonder how what I'm learning, particularly we're talking about care, how would that apply to people that are performing? And I, I got curious about it, and I kind of nudged Raina, and I said, hey, come on, right. let, let's come in, let's do the character strengths. Yes. Let's, let's do it with some of your students and yeah. see what happens. Yeah, and we actually, we did some informal and then formal, we did we worked with students and then we did a, an official pilot study, uh, which we'll talk about in a future episode, I'm sure. So her curiosity inspired my number two, which was zest. Um, so now in the pandemic, how did this, how does zest help? Well, um, it helped a lot with everything. I mean, you know, not just like being able to be at home and pause for a second was so important because you realize like you spend time, you spend all your time doing, acquiring, going, and to literally pause and be in your own space with your loved ones or your pets or your family or um, I guess loved ones are family. Yourself. Well, you know, yeah. or even yourself. Yeah. Um, like gives you a moment to sink into your own energy and the things that I'm zesty about that I might not have time to do I made sure you know if my goal was to stay healthy um, you know I was like really putting a lot of zest in what I was preparing food wise my exercise routine um, just all of my rituals became even more energized so I think that's how I and used it. I think it. that's a good word I was going to say that um, zest uh, the definition is not doing things halfway doing them with energy and right. activation which people I think can even see as you're talking to them today I'm and a, zest a is your activated. number two yes it is. Zest is my number four there it is so that's why we yeah. connect and so this is that quality sometimes where people look at us and going Oh my God! Those like two stop. Are like energize, <laughs> energizer bunnies. You know, so, so we typically have a lot of energy. We to do. Approach life, which doesn't mean we don't get down. Or no. We, 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 you know. Well, I was down right before this. A true, true story. I yes. spent four hours with my performance partner Johnny, um, trying to get the sound settings in Zoom, and after four hours, with help from uh, the head of Made Dan Strange we did nothing but sound like chipmunks. So it was, I, I fell apart, Nancy helped me. But you know what, honestly, like, you know, the zest in me is already thinking of solutions and other ways and, and it's already problem solving and, you know, I'm not gonna let it stop me. I'm gonna keep going and figure it out. But anyway, that's how zest could be activated. So what is your number three? Well, by number three, I'm extremely proud of this because it's number three now, but it used to be in my lower eight. And, and believe it or not, it's perseverance. Um, I believe it. Perseverance. So um, it's hard. It's hard sometimes to imagine that it was low, considering yeah. you know all those other things, degrees and things. They hold but, hands in a way. Well, but uh, so this one I've really worked on. That's what I want to say. This one I have really worked on, and I think a lot of it has been around technology. Yes, it has. In order to survive in this day and age, I'm in my 70s. This is it, computers are not my thing. Right. I never even touched a computer to 2006. 
Um, and I, I always said, I hate computers. I did not need them to function. Right. Because you know, I could sit in an office and take hand notes. So I think a lot of my perseverance has been being that I'm still very active um, professionally and clinically and nationally and I speak and things. If I didn't learn te technology right. and how to do these things, I was going to be dead in the world. I mean, I think that's so remarkable and, um, and commendable because, you know, you're right. It, especially, I mean, in a, in a pandemic where technology is the only way to carry on whether it's people working remotely um, or, you know, seeing clients or teaching, um, the perseverance, and let me tell you, it's a perseverance sport. Yes, it is. As it was for me during my fun four hours, you know, yes. with Johnny. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, you know, that is such an amazing strength to have. And you're right, working on perseverance. You persevered through your perseverance. And, you know, it's interesting. I was thinking today and um, about... Um, you know, in, in all of the, I, I mentioned I did 70 groups and I do clinical hours every week. Every group I've been in, no matter what the topic's been, uh, and almost every client, every phone call, at some point, I think they're going to make a new category of trauma called technological trauma. <laughs> because at some point, every phone call, every group, somebody or buddies are going to be talking about the stress of I couldn't get on this phone call right I couldn't find the link this didn't work Oof. that didn't work so you know our dependency the password and, and yeah, the password <laughs> does this the, the, the dependence on technology has gotten even greater right in the pandemic because we want to stay connected it's almost like another system of our body we have it the is. nervous system and it we is. have the technology system and you know it's just also you know I was thinking today I sometimes think because you're still in a system, whereas I'm, I'm in a private practice and I'm frequently home right. alone. I don't have anybody to call on, but I, you really um, just leveled my playing field today because you are in a university system, and I saw it was just as frustrating for you. Oh, yeah. You did have people to call on. Yeah, we were all on it, all hands on deck, and it yeah. was just still not working. Yeah. So, yeah. you know. It's a powerless feeling. The, the, it's a dot, dot, dot. We're going to continue dot, dot, to work on right. that problem. Perseverance. Perseverance. I'm gonna about. I'm gonna hope this rubs off a little. Yeah. The perseverance. Okay. So my third is honesty, and um, so honesty during this pandemic, uh, just self. Uh, you said that she was like the self acceptance. This is um, for those of you that are a little bit into. This is Quinyon. She's the goddess of compassion, and she's on my patio. She happens to sit. This is, you don't know it, but you're. I'm in my little exercise area where yes, my bike is. We rolled out so of yoga I try mat. to have a lot of compassion about the whole <laughs> physical thing. But so this is Quinyon. So compassion. I think for me, the honesty part, um, just checking with myself, just being honest about yeah. like the feelings that I was feeling, so that I wasn't always so hard on myself that it's not it's not the same you know it's okay. it's different and um actually working with my students you know i'm very intuitive and, and empathic so um i can tell when there's something off or wrong or the light is out in one of my students eyes even over zoom uh you know because we do a lot of voice we do voice lessons remotely um and to be a place where they can be honest, which I find that many of my students come to me with with personal things or just how they're feeling. And I think that for me, like really staying honest was important with yeah. myself and them. And, 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 and it's what feeds your authenticity. Yeah. And, you know, I wanted to say something. You know, this whole, uh, one of the things I've noticed living where we live here mm -hmm. by the university in South Florida, is you know there's a way you know everybody's not experiencing the pandemic the same right and most of the people in my life and i think in your life is you know we're pretty you know middle class and you know we have food on the table and things and what i notice a lot is we feel guilty you know we, and people feel guilty that they feel bad or depressed or right. annoyed or irritated because we say things like oh goodness gracious i have a house right. and i have food and you know I'm i had a student say that to me the other day she so, was complaining about something but she was qualifying it well i know that you know i, I should be grateful i shouldn't feel this way and i said your your feelings are valid i was channeling you actually no you got it you know, but, but you yeah know, but the truth is you know there is you mentioned it before and it has a particular name that's interesting it's disenfranchised grieving right it's disenfranchised because we don't typically recognize it you know many of our ways of life have died and we're working really hard to create new ones right i.e moving on to yes. you know a, a, 
a technological communication. But you know, we are grieving for lifestyles that we lost. And we changes. are. We definitely and are. Changes. Yeah, so. Especially in music. I mean, and to bring this back to musicians who might be listening, um, phew, the the perseverance, you know, the technology portion, figuring out new ways to make income as a musician, um, figuring out new ways to work together as a producer, figuring out, it's all about figuring out new ways. And sometimes to the benefit, you know, we're all so busy. Um, I had a, all summer I worked on an EP and made music videos What's and an lyric EP? videos. It's an extended play, which is okay. a short, shorter than a long play, uh -huh. which means it was a five song release. So it's a five song album. And I fully recorded, produced it, um, mixed it. I had it mastered. I created all the album art. I created photo shoots. I created multiple websites, an EPK, which is an electronic press kit, five music videos, a couple of which, which were lyric videos, um, all of this content around this release, and then worked on all of, all of the promotional things, like building things on that side. Those are things that we could be doing during this pandemic, and I know that you are working on them, but really remember that once everything is, is open again and everybody's running to gigs, that's not time that you're gonna have to, that you're forced to not be gone, you know? So I think it's important to really take advantage of what you can do. And it does involve a lot of recording and creativity and artwork and, you know, social presence stuff. Well, I think you're really also talking about how you use your strengths and, and all of us, how we, having creativity. Yes, uh, which is my to, next strength. And, and it's with, what number for you? I'm four. Okay, and it's my fifth. Perfect. And my fourth is S. Is, you know, this time has really required tremendous creativity and right. perseverance yeah. to kind of reinvent your life and figure out what you were going to doing. Right. And, you know, we had an interesting little exchange about, uh, you know, I, I feel really bad for performers and actors and all the theater people in New York because, yeah. you know, a big part of your life is performing actively and connecting with people live. Right. And, and, and that's not possible right now. And I think that's is a huge shift in right. how you get your energy. Yeah, definitely. Because it's different to, you know, perform for a video, even if you see like hearts going up and everything, than it is to <laughs> feel it in the room, you know, and even as a, as a person feeling it, right? I was thinking about that, like just how much bigger a baseline feels when you're in a venue versus right. when you're hearing it right. anywhere. And, you know, interestingly today, because this is the first time um, in the pandemic that I'm, we did a little bit, but recording with someone, because most of the time I'm sitting in my kitchen, which is where right. I do much of my Zooming, alone and talking or doing a group. This is so much and better. Is, it, it, it's even more fun right? just with two people. Yeah. Yes, yeah. exactly. And so, you know, so that's creativity. I think that we've kind of explained a lot of that. I'll go to my last one to wrap this up. Humor, because you got to have a sense of humor, because things, things do go wrong. That's right. Um, you know, I, there have been many, many classes where my cats were central figures and, um, you know, they they oh, your show cats up. At home? My they cats kind of at home are yeah. central figures in some right. of my classes. Yes. Should we tell them that my dog is sitting? Well, right yeah, in front Jasper of us? is sitting right in front of us. Jasper my, is a central figure. And my central figure dog is sitting at our feet here, big chocolate lap. Yes. He's, he's, you just can't see him. Yes, right? exactly. You just can't see him, but he's there. So you used a word before that I want to. You used the word light, mm -hmm. and I was thinking that you know to me our character strengths are those really eternal lights. You know, those lights that never go out. Mm -hmm. And I think one of the things that was wonderful about learning, you may be surprised, you know, when you see your top strengths, because I know I wanted to mention that since I know you're going to all run out and take this, is, you know, when you read those top strengths, you may kind of go, hmm, you, you, you may, may be puzzled, because a lot of times we don't see our top strengths because they're like breathing and walking. Right. You know, we don't think about breathing and walking. So this first phase as we're talking to people is just start, when you see your top strengths, just kind of start looking at, well, does this fit? How does this show up right. in my life? So we're really kind of just talking yeah. about, and just becoming aware of these lights, because that's what they are to me. Right. They're like lights that never go out. And they help you through your dark period, so they, they are lights. Yeah. And any time that I get down or I, um, you know, feel dejected or what have you, if I consciously remember to go back to my strengths, to channel, to work from there, it instantly gets better. Yep. Not the situation, but the process. 
Um, you know, and, and it's part of the way in which we have and still work with individuals, musicians, um, you know, just all types of populations. We left out an important point. We really left out an important point. It was really a riveting, I think, about how we came to this. And it was, and I was really touched by this because I don't think I had this quite as much in my um, graduate training. Mm -hmm. you know, it was really riveting to me when you started talking to me a lot about what it was like to be trained, you know, right. in the performance arena. Right. Because I was trained, you know, as a psychologist and a marriage and family therapist. And what it was like to be under that very yeah. critical scrutiny. Well, I basically explained to Nancy, um, you know, I think everybody goes into music because they love it and they enjoy doing it as a child. Then the stakes become higher with competitions and, and competition and even getting into college and, you know, what you're passionate about becomes sort of your stress and your competition point. But um, I think this happens with a lot of people. Uh, you know, I happen to have nothing, nothing abnormal. Um, you know, it, I would sing for my voice teacher and instead of anything being said positive about what I just did, it was immediate. It, maybe I got very nice, like some, a statement like that. And right. then, okay, we got to work on this. This was bad. This was bad. This was, so it was like a laundry list of all, all of the weaknesses. And, and, and you don't feel strong. Exactly. And so we're, we're that, where we can all relate to that is when you go into school from the time you're very, very young, and you know, it's, it's how we were taught to parent. We start telling people, our kids, what's wrong with this, and you, you did that wrong, and you did that wrong. So the character strengths aren't just that you're going to learn. Here's character strengths. I happen to write mine down. I carry them with me. It's it's a huge shift in how you think. Right. So you might be resistant to it because our whole society is really kind of based on critiquing and what's wrong from the time we move into school. Right. So it's a real shift. It's a it's a real sh it's a very important mindset, right. and it's it it's not easy to learn to look at yourself in terms of strengths. Well, and also you know from what I learned from Nancy. The brain shuts down when you're being criticized. You don't. You're not in a place to learn. You're not building anything in your brain. So um, yeah, like it, it was, it was something that was very. Um, you know, it made a lot of sense to me. And and I think that you're going to find if you go do it, please do. Mm -hmm. that it's going to make sense. It's going to be very affirming. Right. And it's going to be very empowering. Yeah. So. Why don't we leave you with that? We yeah. want you to go to viacharacter.org. I believe that's the website. I think I, that's you know, it. we'll give you the real link in yeah. this in the, the description of this video, um, and take your own character strength assessment. See what they are, and then um, you know we will be back. We will be doing other episodes with other themes. If you have any comments or questions or things that you'd like us to talk about, please leave them in comments. And we Another really thing is, yeah. If you're, if you're in relationship or you have roommates or you have friends take it with your friends yeah and it's really fun or in a band in a band that's great and uh, take it and sit down and talk about it and if you can't see it in yourself ask your friend oh yeah how does it show up in me do you see this in because me? what Nancy was talking about before where you might not recognize it in yourself it's strengths blindness so um, let your friends help you spot it yeah people see it you might not see it but they see it so All right. Here's to strength finding and spotting. Yay. Okay, we hope you enjoyed this episode, and we hope to see you again very soon. Be strong. Enjoy your strengths. <laughs>